Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Saturday. Hope that you're getting excited to be in the life groups with us tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow the time is switched from 9 to 9.30. So we have life groups at 9.30, life groups at 11. And at the very beginning of 9.30, we're going to meet together in the student center, and then we'll split out into life groups. So, so excited about that and can't wait to see you tomorrow. But today we're in 2 Samuel chapter 15. And I hope you really listened and took to heart yesterday's episode talking about, man, to be careful who you let into your heart, to be careful about who you let speak into your life. And what happened is David let Absalom, his son, back into the city, and we're about to see the downfall of this. So what happens in chapter 15 is is really a conspiracy by Absalom. The Bible says that Absalom, he would sit at the king's gates, right? He would sit at the gates of the city. And as people were coming in to take up disputes with the king and to take up issues with the king and meet with the king, what Absalom would do is Absalom would meet them at the gate and he would say, hey, instead of bothering the king, let me help you out, right? And instead of going to see King David, he's busy. He's got time. Instead of going to see my dad, talk to me and I'll figure out your problems for you. So Absalom does this for a time. And the Bible says in verse six, this is the result of it. It says, Absalom did to all of Israel who came to the king for judgment and Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. So what happens is Absalom is helping people after people after people, and and all of Israel is coming to being like, man, I kind of like this Absalom dude. He's helping me out. And so the favor of the people is shifting from David to Absalom. And and there's this epic moment when you read this. There's an epic moment where the, the tide really shifts and the tide really changes. And what happens is Absalom leads this revolt against David and literally kicks David out of the city. David is left with people in their mourning. Listen to what it says in verse 30. This is after Absalom. Absalom has come and kicked him out of the city. It says, David went up, ascended the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went, barefoot with his head covered. And all who were with him were, were, covered their heads and they went up weeping as they went. And then, so David and, and the people that are with him, they are leaving the city weeping because Absalom is taking it over. And um, really just heavy passage, man. I mean, this is, you know, this is the same King David who killed Goliath, right? This is the same King David who uh, had some great moments in first Samuel, the same King David who in the first really 10 chapters of second Samuel is nothing but successful. And yet here he has been overthrown by his son and he is going away weeping. And I'd encourage you to to go do this. In the, the episode we met on second Samuel 11, I encourage you to go read Psalm 51 because Psalm 51 is the written response to uh, what's happening at 2 Samuel 11. Here, I would encourage you to go read Psalm 3. Go read Psalm 3, and and many people believe and scholars believe that that is the psalm that David wrote as he was fleeing Absalom. So as David is running away from his kingdom, chased out by his son, this incredibly emotional time, scholars believe that David wrote Psalm 3, where in Psalm 3, what does David say? He says, many are they increased that are rising up against me. He's saying that he's got foes that are rising up against him. And the crazy thing is he says that there are many who are saying about him that there is no help for him in God, right? So people were saying like, man, God's hand must have been with David for a long time, but now like his son's coming into his throne, like God's no longer with him. But I love what Psalm 3 says. What does it say? He says, but thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, 
You're the glory and you're the lifter of my head. David is leaving the kingdom in this moment and it it doesn't make sense. Like he knows it's a consequence of his sin, but he's he's leaving and it's hard and it's difficult and he's weeping, but his faith in God never wavers. And he says, Lord, I get that foes are rising up against me. I get that people are saying about me that God has left me and that there's no help for me in God. But David declares in Psalm 3 that even in the midst of this difficult moment, that his God is a shield for him that his God is his glory and the lifter of his head and that his God is going to sustain him and that his God is going to fight for him. And so I'd encourage you to read Psalm 3, read 2 Samuel 15, and just, just want to encourage you briefly. If you're in a moment where, man, it's a hard moment, and, and maybe you're like David and your life is filled with weeping right now and your life is filled with mourning and sadness, I pray that you would just declare Psalm 3 in the midst of whatever difficult circumstance you're going on. That, that in the midst of, of hardship, maybe it's family troubles, maybe it's relationship troubles with friends, maybe it's just anxiety and stress and fear and all these things. Why would just read Psalm 3 and declare it over your life that, that God is a shield for you? that God is the, your glory and that God is the lifter of your head. And so Psalm 3 is amazing on its own. But when you realize that Psalm 3 was written as David is running away from his son who's overtaking his kingdom, it changes the passage a little bit and it changes how we understand it. And so whatever situation you're going through today, I pray that you would read it and declare it over your life and pray it over your life that in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of dark times, that God is a shield for you. I love you students. And I hope that encourages you today. Can't wait to see you tomorrow for life groups. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.